All right, the NHL has released their Reverse Retros Volume 2, and it's pretty polarizing for Avalanche fans. Some love it, some absolutely despise it. Kyle and I will get into that and the rest of the Reverse Retros. Which ones do we like? Which ones do we maybe not like so-so? Or are there any that we that we absolutely despise? We'll talk about that. Plus, the Avs with two games back-to-back against Seattle and Vegas. We'll discuss those as well. Brand new episode of Locked On Avalanche coming at you right now. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're a normal listener to this podcast. I should say, if you're a regular watcher of this podcast, you know that Kyle and I have some jerseys behind us, and uh, Kyle is a little bit tame right there. He used to have the wall of jerseys behind him, but it's uh, just spread. It's you, everywhere. Yeah, if you can look around, they're all over the place. So I have a closet right over there. There's just nothing but jerseys. So we are jersey guys, and I know there's some people that that don't really care all that much, uh, and there's some people that really love this stuff. So today it's going to be uh, half jersey day, and then we're going to be talking about obviously the Colorado Avalanche. And the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights. But first things first, actually, first things first, happy birthday to one yeah. Colin Sullivan over there in the uh, Sullivan household, turning 11, I believe. Yep, he is turning 11. And uh, he had some cake and he uh, w- would not go to sleep, from my understanding. Yeah, it was, no. it was, a, it was a cake night, party night, playing with all his new toys. So, yeah, you got to love it. Love it. Uh, so happy birthday to Colin, and thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow us on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. You can follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. All right, so yeah, the uh, version 2.0 of the reverse retros are out well, not available. They're available for pre-order right now. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are going to be jumping on that because the old Nordiques ones sold out. You can't get them anymore. We'll talk about if we, this should be a recurring thing kind of at the end of this segment. But overall, what's your thoughts on all of the jerseys? We'll focus in on the Avalanche in a second. But just your uh, overall thoughts on how they did with version two of the reverse retros. I feel like this version of the reverse retro rollout, um, the triple R in the jersey business. Um, <laughs> no, this is, a, I feel like they actually nailed what they initially wanted to do. Um, literally reversing retro. Um, you get your, re- you get your retro, you reverse it. There's nothing like out of the norm. And if you're grading all 32 on the same scale, there's no like really bottom feeders. They're all really, really good. I, th- there's some that are at the bottom for me, but I don't hate them. Yeah. So, and we'll talk about them, but I, I, I feel like this was, it was good to do this again <clears throat> because the first go around, there was, there was a, a, a handful of teams that you felt just missed the boat. And, yeah. and I don't think they did it again to let those teams kind of like redeem themselves, but you know, those teams were, they heard the chirping of the fan base. You know what I mean? If if franchises don't listen to anything from their fans, they they do listen to uniforms. Just look yeah. at New Jersey last year and what they did with Jersey. Uh, 
yeah on the jersey and then started selling hats and socks i think they sold like so they that they listen to they're not going to listen yeah. to who you think they should sign in the offseason yeah. or anything no. or who they should draft but they'll listen to because this this sells this is yeah. what people want this is money in their pockets so i think the teams that didn't do so well uh on the first go around i think really did turn it around um specifically for the colorado avalanche <clears throat> i think it was pretty much assume not even assume just across the board with the nordiques one was pretty much what everybody said was the best one you you, you'd see Mm -hmm. here and there maybe other someone would have a different jersey at number one but they'd have the nordiques one at number two and so i think a lot of people were hoping maybe they would do that again just in different colors maybe reverse the colors um, you heard a lot that they were not going to do that and go down the road of the Colorado Rockies. And they kind of did with, with the color scheme. You have the Colorado Sea right in the middle. Um, you have the fantastic addition of the number font, like the original number font. Absolutely love that. Uh, but some, you know, I think the immediate reaction from the famous was they did not like it. Um, I, I, when I saw it, I, I I did I didn't hate it right away, but I didn't love it like the the Nordiques one. Yeah. But as I'm you know you, you're seeing more like higher res like images of it and stuff like that. I do like it. it. It's not the best one in the league. It's definitely not the worst one. Uh, you're seeing a lot of websites rank these, and they really have the Avalanche one in the top ten pretty consistently. I would say it's. Outside of the top five, I would say I would give it top 10. I think I would give it top 10. I do like it. I I think it's a good, clean look. Doesn't go overboard. The only thing I would have changed was probably the color scheme. I don't think I would have went with Colorado Rockies color scheme. I think I would have kept the avalanche color scheme. But I love the, the Colorado Sea right in the middle. I love that. The the avalanche came out with like an infographic explaining explaining right. the the colors and they wanted to do it's more of the Colorado State flag. It's why they have those colors. And to all of the fans that wanted yeah. Rockies jerseys, let's get this out of the way. That's not Avalanche history. That's right. Colorado right. history. Um the Rockies belong to the Devils. That's why they their do, reverse it... retro is those colors. Right, it is. Right. So let's, we'll put that over there. But they That's, played in Colorado. I think some people still hang on to that. I, but I, I'm, I'm with you on that though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> when I saw the jersey initially, like that, that video they put up, I was like, oh no, this looks just like Minnesota. Um, because it was like dark. It was very it was dark like, video. And that, video that, that blue looked almost green. And then I was like, oh no, what have they done? <laughs> Yeah. And then I saw it and I just looked at it for a minute and I just looked and I looked just and I was like, it. what is going on here? And then I was starting to like it until they came out with that infographic that I referenced where mm-hmm. they talked about, we went back to our piping that we had in 95, 96 and like mm-hmm. that's, if you look yeah. at the piping on the bottom, it's that same like first Jersey we had yeah. that yeah. piping. Right. And that's the, the number font and everything. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I look dead in the middle of the jersey. 
And I'm like, that's not the shoulder patch we had in 95, 96. They could have put the Yeti foot smack dab in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you almost had the perfect, like, I would have been fine with the colors, everything else. If they had that Yeti foot on there, I would be wearing that jersey. I would drive to the Adidas headquarters and take one myself. (laughs) Um, So that would have been perfect. They just reversed the wrong part. A lot of people were hoping for something Yeti related. And I, I had a conversation with somebody on Twitter. I apologize. I don't I don't have your name in front of me. Uh, and they said the same thing. Like a Yeti foot in the middle would have been would have been great. Uh, number one, they never had a Yeti foot right in the middle. But OK, no. if you, if you want to make it the focal point, I, I would be OK with that. Uh, second of all, what I said to this person was it took 25 years for the avalanche to do anything, anything related to the Quebec Nordiques. Mm-hmm. Like they did zero when it came to recognizing the Nordiques. So it took 25 years for them to bring it back. And it was a one-off and yeah. you're likely not going to see it again for a very, I'll never say never, but for probably yeah. for a very long time, the Yeti foot went away uh, three years ago, four years ago. It wasn't that long ago. They replaced the Yeti foot with the C. Yeah, it it was it was a few years ago. They're not going to yeah. bring it back this quickly. I know everybody no. wants it back, but if that's the, what they've established with the Nordiques in 25 years, you finally got it back. I'm not saying they're going to wait 25 years for the Yeti foot. The Yeti foot is, is so much part of the avalanche. Uh, they're just going to they're going to create more demand for it. They're going to yeah. create more demand for it. They're, they're going to know people are asking and asking and asking. And this is what goes back to them listening to people with with uniforms they will they will hear it but they there's there's smart business people too like they will they will release that in maybe another 10 years and everybody will be snatching those up everybody and there's so, a new Jer- new jersey supplier coming in next year so what better way to get in the good graces of your brand new fans than here's your yeti foot jersey avalanche fans yeah. fall in love and, with us and are we going to do that is this going to continue yeah. you know what i mean i i don't know if they they came out with version 2 because version one was during a shortened season and they wanted to just do it again to, to get more yeah. games with, cause you only really played a few games with the original ones. Now, something that would have been cool if they did want to go back to the Nordiques days was what the Nordiques were going to change their uniforms to. You can look that up. And a lot of people know about yeah. it. If you don't know about it, if the, if the Nordiques didn't move, a, a uniform change was approved. They were going yep. into the following year with a brand new logo. The igloo with the hockey stick was gone. It yep. almost resembles a, like the old like Minnesota Timberwolves yeah. uh, logo. It was yeah. really cool. They, they had the full uh, uniform on display, all the colors, all the piping, everything like that. You can see it. That would have been cool to unearth uh. that and say, like, it never got its day. Here it is. I think I would, I would have gone crazy for that. Everybody but the fans of Quebec, because they're still... Yeah, they didn't like the Nordiques. When we did the one last year, or two years ago, they didn't like that one. Yeah, yeah, they they would... How That would just be a constant reminder of what they could have had and what they'll never get. And that's just... I don't want to rub salt in And you know what? Wound. It's probably Joe Sackick and, and Chris McFarland, or whoever is making these decisions to yeah. not do that. For that very reason. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lesser franchise would say like, uh, screw that. That's a cool logo. We're going to profit off of it. And I and I think Joe Sackick has more respect for, you know, Quebec 
to not do that for that very reason, just to be like, that was yours. It never came. We're not going to, we're not going to unearth it and put it in Denver, Colorado. That's why Winnipeg should do Thrasher stuff. That's why Winnipeg should do Thrasher stuff and quit pretending over there. Well, because nobody would care if, if they, I I, know, I know, I mean, like people would care. The people of Atlanta would not care if anything Thrashers, they would not care. Um, (laughs) It'll remind them they had a hockey team at one point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but overall, I, I do like it. I, I, yeah. I, I like it. I think it's a, my, one of my favorite Avalanche jerseys is the outdoor game yeah. uh, against the Red Wings. And because of that, that Colorado Sea in the middle. Um, so because that's there, that kind of just took me back to, the, to those uniforms. Um, I also want to see what this is going to look like in full gear. Yeah. What are what color are the gloves? What color color are the pants? What color are the just socks? keep our blue gloves and shorts and buckets that we have. And oh, just, that would be horrid. Oh, that'd be a oh. terrible mashup. So, oh. uh, I want to see all that, but yeah, uh, I'll definitely order. We could one. have the track pants like Philly's doing. Are they? I Did didn't you... see that. <clears throat> oh yeah, they're bringing back the the Philly Flyers track pants that they had for warmups. They're bringing mm-hmm. those back with those reverse retros. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, so I I, like, I know comment section is going to be hot with this, and there's some people that don't care about jerseys. I get that, but Kyle and I are jersey guys, so uh, oh, yeah. if this, this is not your thing, apologize. We will get to some uh, abs hockey a little bit later, but we have to talk about the rest of the league. Yeah, I know we don't do that a lot because this is Lockdown Avalanche, but we love this stuff, so we're going to bring up some uh, ones that we like and some that we don't like. But first, we are going to hear from Bet Online and BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. You had told me, I don't know if it was after, I think it was after we recorded, or was it the end of when we recorded? We were talking about the Knicks. Yeah, they went into overtime. It went in overtime. Hey. Still lost. That's a plus (laughs) for, I think, Knicks fans. They still lost, but uh, that's what. And and the other thing was, are the Spurs really bad this year? They've been, they haven't been good in a while. Really? See, I don't really pay attention to the NBA. I just always thought the Spurs are like the, the New England Patriots. Like they're always there. Yeah, they used but to no. be, but they're, yeah. they're going through it right now. Okay. All right. Uh, find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That's BetOnline.net. It's where the game starts. <sighs> Boom. Oh, I forgot to blink. You did. You did. You forgot all that. All right. Uh, rest of the league retros. Um, I, I think the one that, well, I know I was looking forward to it and you, you heard that it was coming, uh, because they botched it the first go around, uh, and the Islanders bringing the fishermen back. I think they had to do it. Yes. Again, going back to listening to the fan base. I think the seconds after the first reveal fans were yeah. like, how would you not bring him back? And they did this time around. So I, I, I'm, I'm pleased with the New York Islanders that they, they listened to people and they, and they did it right this time. And it's literally one of the best reverse retros in the lot of the 32. Like that is such a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, even though like that teal was kind of iconic back in the day with the current colors, that's, that's a really good look. Yeah. So which ones are, are you a fan of? Like if you were not, 
a Colorado Avalanche fan and and you really didn't have a dog in the fight. You weren't even really a hockey fan. And you just saw these and you're like, oh, some of these are cool. Which ones would you be ordering? I'll give you a top three, and right. but I'll start with an honorable mention. Yes. Just because of the nod to history, San Jose with an homage to the, the Golden Seals. I don't mind that Ab- one. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Um, fun fact, that's where Tom Hanks, his first job, he delivered popcorn at uh, right? Golden Seals games. Is so right? he has an affinity for the game of hockey because of the Golden Seals. Um, I, I like but that's, <laughs> that's my honorable mention. Very, very good. Number three, this shouldn't be a mystery to anybody that kind of knows me. I like the Devils. And this is like my perfect jersey for like Avalanche, Devils blend, like the the weird Rockies thing. Like Mm. it's just a good looking, simple jersey. Love the Devils at number three. Okay. It's just a really good look. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, it it, it is, it's, it's nothing like overboard. It's, it's, it's. Like you said, it's simple. It's okay. It's good. Uh, I, li- I like the, the big color bars at the, the bottom. I oh, do yeah. like that. That looks good. Um, for me, like oh, I threw out the, the Islanders, so I'll give you another honorable mention for me. Uh, I I like the Bruins one. I, oh, I yeah. That, I know they had the, the, the bear. Well, they had that like funky bear. <laughs> it was like yeah. googly-eyed bear. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is more like the, the classic Bruins bear. Though I could have done without... And I was talking to Adam about this. I could have done without that like jagged stuff on the bottom, um, but it's okay. Like I, yeah. it's it's not enough to me. Like oh, that's terrible. I think it's yeah. really cool. So the Bruins would be an honorable mention for me. Um, number so if we're do, doing a top three here, I would say what's my third? Anaheim. Oh yeah, Anaheim. I, just to go. I mean, that's just. There's so much nostalgia on that logo. Yeah. And then to just incorporate your current colors, just make it kind of pop. So I think Anaheim did a really good job. So that'd be, and I have a feeling they're going to keep that go next year. I think so. Like that's, that's, I mean, that's, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's literally perfect. It's really good. So what will be your number two? Number two easily um, has to be the fish stick Islander. Um, It's one of my favorite jerseys of all time. Um, right up there with the Buffalo Sabres black and red, which is going to be their third jersey this year. So it's a great right. year for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that fish stick Islander jersey, beautiful. Number two, it, it's awesome. One of the best. One of the it's best. Really good. Uh, number two for me, I'm I'm going Vancouver. <laughs> I, yeah. I love that. Like yeah. to me, that is retro. Yeah. You know, what I mean, just those old time uh logos in in all sports just you know they're usually of of a caricature uh and this is the the johnny canuck um i love it i love it and and i really want to to get one but just my avalanche fandom would just be if i put that on you could see my avalanche fandom leaving my body (laughs) if i put that on. but i absolutely love it i think that's fantastic i think they did a great job I, I feel the same about the Seattle jersey. Like, they have no reverse retro in it. I like the Seattle jersey, man. But my goodness, I would wear that every day of the week. I like that. That's a sharp one. Yep. It's and, not but your number one. Our, no, our number one, I'm pretty sure we're um we're in agreement on. Okay. I'm pretty sure. sure. Tampa Bay Lightning. Absolutely. 
Oh, it's the, 100%. It's the greatest. It is 100%. out of both reverse retro campaigns. It is the number one jersey. Like one A Tampa Bay, one B the Nordiques from last year. Which one was the the Nordiques one from? Yeah, last the one year? Our, our reverse retro. Oh God, what, what, I have Vancouver on the mind, so I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm like, what the heck is Vancouver's? Yeah, this um, is one B. Yeah. Like when it comes yeah, to yeah. what hockey fans want, that yes. Tampa Bay, the Lightning and the Flames, all the '90s. I love that it, jersey, I and then the Nordiques. And I was talking to you know I, I did locked on NHL with Adam who hosts uh, locked mm-hmm. on Tampa, and I told him I'm like, dude, like. To me, that it that embodies the '90s. Yep, perfectly. The '90 uniforms in the '90s were just loud. Yep, they, like there there was just so much going on, and right now everything's just clean and tidy, and you know there, there's not a lot going on. It's minimal. Minimal is good in in today's uniforms. In the '90s, no. It was the more crap you can put on a uniform, throw it on there. And the same we we got talking about. Uh, the NBA and how those uniforms yeah. were crazy, how NBA courts were crazy. Yeah. You just had everything felt like it was just, it was nuts. Um, and I think they, they didn't Tampa Bay looked at it. It was like, we're going to commit to this. Yep. This, this is our, our past. This is when we got into the league and we're going to bring it back. And I commend them for it. And I think it is flat out the best retro that they came out with yesterday. Yep. 100%, Easily. 100%. Easily. Um, on the downside, um, I, I don't really like the Columbus one. Columbus just looks like a Jersey. I, I feel like Columbus did this year. What the Islanders did last year. It's just yep. their logo with their colors. It's, it's just like a, a third Jersey to me right now. I, I don't like that one. Um, I don't like the flyers one. I think the flyers, one I kind of do plain. It's just. It's just the logo on a white jersey, and you got some coloring on the sleeve on the bottom part of your sleeves where your hands are. Like, okay, I don't know. And congrats to Detroit going over two in reverse retros. I disagree. No, no, I love it. I love the last one was just blah. Like, didn't really do anything. I love this. Is blah with stripes? I think yes. I will take (laughs) blah with stripes. Ah. Because it's the the deep, just red and black are just great, great colors together. I think it's great. I like it, and and theirs is very similar to the Chicago one. Yeah. Um. So I I I think Detroit's is fine. I like it. Mm. Um. Weird stripe on Calgary. I did not like that weird stripe on the bottom. Weird. Yeah. I, I there's has to be and and another thing I was talking about with that. I'm like this has to it has to mean something. There's got to be some meaning behind it. I, I don't I don't know. I'm still but, not talking to Calgary fans right now, so <laughs> I'm just confused by it. Um, the Vegas one, it's cool in theory, and it's cool if you're a fan uh, because you can go into a bedroom, turn the lights off, and you'll glow. Um, it makes no sense for a hockey jersey because I don't know if you know this Vegas Golden Knights, but you don't play hockey in the dark. So fine, it'll look cool during warmups, and then everybody's gonna forget about it. So I mean, the, the the look of the jersey just in itself is doesn't do anything to me. It's just they they went for the glow in the dark aspect. Cool, very cool selling point, and that's gonna sell. Uh, but as far as like playing in it, 
it, it's not appealing to the eye just when you're going to be watching these guys play. See, I'm on the other side of that one. I mm-hmm. love what Vegas did there because you see Vegas all over it, and then you see Vegas in the design and the glow in the dark. You're like, of course, Vegas is going to do something stupid. This is about like the like the reversible jersey Toronto had last year. Yeah. You can only wear it one way. Why reverse it? Like, what's the <laughs> point? You can't play with that side. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it, like I said, cool in theory, and and I mean, if they're looking at it from the aspect of like we need to sell these things, you, you hit a home run with it. Yep. But as far as like the aesthetic and, and playing with it, it, just makes no sense to me. Nope. Uh, Minnesota basically did the same exact jersey, just a home version of it. So congrats. Uh, they they have a home and away of the same jersey for the reverse retro, basically, which I didn't like the the, the first one, but this one because it's you know the dark version, it's a little bit better. Um, and everybody seems to be loving the LA Kings, the purple and hard, gold the hard crown on the front. It's just you can put that on anything, and people are going to flock to it and love it. So uh, let us know. Fire away, YouTube faithful. Uh, I know there's people that are just pulling apart the Avalanche one. I don't think that's warranted. I think it's a good jersey. I think it's a good, solid jersey. But, it could be worse. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So let us know what you think. All right. And uh, a couple games to get to between the Avalanche and the Seattle Kraken and then the Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights who are playing, I think, as we speak. Uh, I don't know if they've dropped the puck yet, but it doesn't matter. Like Vegas is off to yeah. a really, really good start. Um, and, you know, they're, they're kind of they're, they because they missed the playoffs. A lot of people were kind of like on the fence with them. It was like a carryover from last year. They had all those injuries and the whole Jack Eichel situation. And I think a lot of people were just saying, like, it's too much of a mess there uh, that for them to overcome it. We're early in the season. We don't know how the whole season is going to play out, obviously. But uh, at least a start. This is the start that they needed. Yeah. Definitely needed a start like this, the hot start for Vegas. Because if you did the opposite, if you did what, like, the Wild are doing right now or the Canucks blowing all these two-goal leads, uh, people would be like, told you so. Vegas didn't yeah. make the playoffs last year, and it's going to happen again. But at least the talk right now is not about that. And that's really what they were going for to start the year. And it makes it kind of difficult with that being on the second, like on the back end of the back-to-back. Because the Avs have to go through Seattle, which is going to be familiar faces galore. Everybody knows Berkey, Donskoy, Grubauer. Um, It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a good game for the Avalanche to get back on track. And... The thing that scares me is whatever momentum the Avalanche could build up in that Seattle game could be immediately erased. And this could be their embarrassing game. Like we had that six, nothing debacle against Boston last year. So uncharacteristic for the Avs and they absolutely got schooled in that game. I have a feeling it's going to that Vegas game on the other end of a back-to-back with how Vegas is playing right out of the gate and their hatred for Colorado. I have a feeling it could also be one of those games where, they get completely just run out of the building, and yeah, well, it kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, we we got to see some more games between the Avalanche and the upper echelon of the NHL, and and we'll get that obviously. But you know the the game against Chicago, you looked good. Chicago's bottom feeding team, and then yeah, the whole situation back to back. I get it. Um, Calgary beat you. Winnipeg. Um, 
they're kind of like that middle of the road team. And I talk about Winnipeg. That's who the Jets are playing right now as we're recording this. And it's four to nothing Vegas. So it's like, where was that Jets team when we played them a yeah. couple days ago? So, but you want to see because of everything that we've been talking about this week and how the Avalanche are playing with their depth, how do they match up against a team like that's playing well right now? I'm not going to put Vegas up where they usually have been. They still have to prove it to me over the course of a season, but they're starting out like their confidence is sky high. Yep. And a game like this, it's four to nothing right now in the first. They're they're going to be feeling like they're sitting pretty when the Avalanche. They're not going to be afraid of them at all. So I want to see what the Avalanche do against those teams because you do have a, a team that's you know, like the depth anyway. It's not used to playing with the Avalanche against those teams. So you're right. Like I do want to. See, I don't think it, it's. I don't really. I mean, you're always going to have those games where you get like blown out of the, the arena, but. Um, I don't see that happening right now, but it's going to be a fight. It's going to be yeah. a, a, a dog fight between the Avs and Vegas. Uh, against Seattle, you know, an improved team. I don't know if they're playing as uh, we're recording this, but um, I, I think Seattle is kind of on a mission this year to just make everybody forget about last year. Yeah. You know, they are a better team, and I think they want to go out and 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 play against teams like the avalanche how we're saying how i'm saying let's see how the avalanche play against the upper echelon of of the league seattle's saying the same thing yeah and because they got embarrassed for majority of the year last year so they want to they would love nothing better to come to town and take a, a game away from the defending stanley cup champions they would love that yeah, I feel like Seattle's on a mission to try and make the playoffs this year and get noticed. And they have the roster to do it, and they have the path to do it. Um, I feel like they're believing in themselves this year, and I feel like they're on the right track. They had a full offseason. They know what they're doing and where they're going. And again, it's something we're going to say every time that we face a team for the first time. It's going to be good to beat the defending Stanley Cup champions, sure. no matter how your roster is comprised. And this will put Seattle on the map and start to get some attention towards the Seattle game. So this back-to-back, it could be, it could go really great. And we could walk out of there 2-0, uh, head to New York. Or this could get really bad really quick. And we're going to be reeling heading to the global game. Uh, you know you know who leads the Seattle Kraken in points? That'd be Berkey. That'd be Andre Berkowski. Five games played. Five points. Um, so he he's sitting atop the uh the skaters for the Seattle Kraken. Good for him. Um, you look at the the roster, you go through the roster, it's, it's pretty amazing. You have you know Maddie Beneers, who I mm-hmm. um you know, Owen Power is gonna be a very good player, but I thought the Sabres probably should have taken Beneers. Uh, I just felt like they needed playmakers. I, I always feel like that, it doesn't matter the team. If a team is picking number one in any sport. I feel like that you go for the playmaker. Why? Yeah. Because you, you're you're the worst team in the league, unless you win the lottery and you're, you know, whatever. Most of the time, the team picking number one is one of the worst teams in the league. And how do you get butts and seats? You you draft exciting young players. And power is going to be good. You know, he, he he's defenseman. He's a big, lanky guy. But Matty Beneers, I feel like, is one of those guys that, that gets butts and seats and uh, he's doing it right now. He's he's got a goal and three points, or he's got a goal and three assists for four points in five games. The odd thing here, he's he, overall he's a minus six. 
and that's up and down the roster for Seattle. Uh, Jane Schwartz is a minus <clears> four. Uh, Justin Schultz minus three. I thought there was another minus. Oh no, uh, Jordan Everly minus five. Vince Dunn minus four. So you know, and and that was the thing with with the Kraken last year was they people thought they went into the league with with a good defense. Where's the scoring going to come from? And now you have some scores. You have some scores with Burkowski. Beniers is there. He's he's off to a good start. Um, and now it's like the defense is maybe now the problem. So they've kind of like switched in the offseason, which is odd for them. I don't know. And they can easily address it, and they have money to do it, and they have all the potential and picks. They could they could fix the problems, and they have a talented team enough to limp them to the trade deadline. They lost let's see so they lost to the ducks they gave up five um they won against the kings they only gave up one they lost to vegas they gave up five they lost to the hurricanes they gave up five they lost to the blues they gave up four so they're giving up this is this is like you know um who who'd we just play that that can that uh minnesota uh, minnesota there you go giving up goals left and right but they can score so yeah. that's that's and then on the Vegas side, you have your your you know your normal everyday guys that you've heard of year in and year out with uh, Vegas. But um, who's leading them right now? Jonathan Marchessault and Mark Stone and Jack Eichel and Alex Petrangelo and Chandler Stevenson uh, and Nicholas Wall all have three points. Like that's who leads them. So kind of even scoring across for Vegas. And that's what they can do. They can score as well. Good team. It's If you want the Avalanche to get back to that winning way and get their swagger back, you got to take down Vegas. It's always good to beat Vegas. Yep. Vegas has replaced Detroit for me. Like I, I have this hatred of Vegas. So um, yeah, it'll be a, it's almost like if you win that game, it feels like a four point game. Uh, yeah, you you always get that feeling with with uh, Vegas that they're, they're more of a division rival than just a, yeah. a regular rival, and you know that you're going to be battling them for position. Come you can swap out season. Winnipeg, swap out Winnipeg, bring in Vegas. Like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Um, but so it's going to be a, a good weekend. You got back to back games. It's not as harsh as what it was when you had to go up to Calgary, uh, but it's still harsh nonetheless because back to backs we don't like them, but they're here. Um, all right, man. So I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Looking forward to everybody's comments in the comments section. Uh, are you getting a as reverse retro? And if you are who, I think I'm going Rantanen. I, I want Rantanen because I just like the nine and the six in that font. What are you going to do? It's in my queue. <laughs> there are other jerseys above that one. Yeah. You don't know. You haven't made a final decision yet. I, I do believe mine's going to be a Lekkonen. Ooh, okay. I like it. I like it. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in today and this week. Appreciate it. We will be back on Monday. There's going to be a lot to get to on Monday. We're going to have two games to talk about uh, and anything else that happens. So uh, thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. Obviously, that is always appreciated. Follow us on our social media outlets and uh, enjoy the games over the weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast. Happy birthday to the one and only Colin. Yeah, Enjoy the weekend, happy birthday, buddy. bud. All right. See you guys Monday.
school, abs go.